So brothers and sisters, this weekend we're starting a new uh, five-week preaching series that all of the priests are going to be doing at all of the masses to give a unified message for the next five weeks. So of course we're going to be preaching on the same topics, but depending on the priest you get, it's going to be a little bit different, but the main points are going to be the same at each mass for the next five weeks. So we look forward to doing this and uh, the name of our preaching series is Lift Your Eyes. And we got that name from this gospel reading that we have this Sunday, so we're going to dive into this now. It's a very interesting gospel reading, and frankly, one that is a little bit scary to us if we're listening closely. And I think we can be tempted when we first hear this gospel message to think to ourselves, well, gosh, if I have lots of money, if I have good things, man, I'm in trouble. If I have money, then does that mean I'm going to hell? Well, not quite. Um, it's further than that. It's deeper than that. Because we can think of money simply as a tool. Money is simply a resource. It's something that we can use either for good or for evil, just like any other tool. So, for example, think of a pencil. A pencil is neither good nor bad in itself, but you can use it to do good or bad things. You can use a pencil to write nice words, uplifting words, compliments to people. But you can also use a pencil in bad ways to tear people down, right? So the pencil in itself is neither good nor bad, but you can do good or bad things with it. It's the same with our money, brothers and sisters. It's not bad simply to have a lot of money. It's not bad simply to have not a lot of money. But it depends on what we do with that money that counts. Are we doing good things with our money, with our resources, or are we using it selfishly? And so this is what we see happening in our gospel message today. The rich man doesn't go to hell simply because he has lots of money. Rather, he goes to hell for the way that he uses his resources. And we see that at the very beginning. It says, there was a rich man who dressed in purple garments and fine linen and dined sumptuously each day. He spent his money in a selfish way, in a way that was totally focused on himself. Right? He wore great, nice clothes, fine garments so that other people would look at him and see how good that he was because of his money. He dined sumptuously every day. He bought the finest food so that he could enjoy them himself, so that he could have that pleasure for himself. He probably had a really nice house, right, we can imagine, so that he himself could live in luxury. Everything he did with his money was focused inward. And that led him to being indifferent to the people around him. Lazarus, it said, was lying at his door. And yet, the rich man simply walked by him. He never stopped, he never helped him, never gave him any food. He was indifferent because his money had made him look solely inward at himself. And so I remember going to the seminary and hearing this for the first time. What if I asked you the question, what is the opposite of love? We kind of have an idea what love is, right? What is the opposite of love? And you might be thinking to yourself, well, hate would be the opposite of love, right? And I think that's true to some extent, but I think an even better way to say what the opposite of love would be is indifference. The opposite of love, brothers and sisters, is indifference toward the people around us. We know that love means to will the good of the other, 
to sacrifice ourselves for the good of the people around us. And we see that from Jesus Christ. He's our example of love. If you ever forget what love is, look at the crucifix and you know. The sacrificing of ourselves for the good of the people around us. That's ultimately what love is. Indifference, though, is the opposite of that. Indifference says, to hell with everybody else, I'm going to focus on myself. I'm going to spend my resources, my time, my money, my energy, and focus it all inward. It's all about me. That's what indifference does. And so, brothers and sisters, Lazarus, uh, excuse me, the rich man doesn't go to hell because he has lots of money. He goes to hell because he's indifferent. He uses his money only for himself. And we see that when he's in hell, he finally, for the first time, lifts his eyes and looks off in the distance and sees Abraham and Lazarus, and he sees what he misses out on. For the first time, he is humble. And so if you were here a couple weeks ago when I preached about the prodigal son, I talked about humility and how humility mainly is about recognizing the truth. It's about recognizing the truth about who God is, about who we are, and about our relationship to him. It's not until the rich man gets to hell that he's humble for the first time. He first of all recognizes what he's missing out on. He recognizes where he is. And he sees the difference there. During his life, he wasn't willing to lift up his eyes, to look to his father, to understand who God is and who he was and what his relationship was. And because of that, he had no identity. His identity was solely focused on his money and spending his money and indulging whatever desire he had at the moment. Whatever desire tossed him around, he threw his money at it, he fulfilled it, and then he moved on to the next thing. He had no foundation. But that's not true for us, brothers and sisters. When we recognize who God is, who we are, and what our relationship to, is to him. It's in that relationship to God our Father, it's in understanding that we are all beloved sons and daughters of our Father in heaven, that we have a foundation. When everything's uh, terrible around us, when we've got problems, when we've got stresses, anxieties, fears, worries, whatever it might be, amidst all of those things, we can stay calm. We can stay peaceful and even joyful because of the relationship we have with our Father, because we are built on the solid foundation of our relationship with God our Father. And therein lies our identity. Our identity flows directly out of our relationship with God, our Father. And so it's once we've established that relationship and know who we are, that we can go out and fulfill our mission. So it's relationship first, then our identity, and from that flows our mission in life. And our mission, as Jesus tells us elsewhere in the Gospels, is to, first of all, love God above all things, and then to love our neighbors as ourselves. And as we can see in the gospel, that's not what the rich man was doing. He was using his resources only for himself and neglecting his mission. He didn't have a relationship with his father. He didn't know his identity. 
and he didn't fill his, uh, fulfill his mission to love the people around him. But we, brothers and sisters, have the opportunity to, just, to do just that. We have the opportunity each and every single day to lift up our eyes, to look to our Father, to grow in humility and knowledge of the truth about who God is and about who we are and what our relationship is to Him. And once we've done that, we know who we are. And with that identity, we're free to go out and joyfully proclaim the gospel. We're free to go out and love God unabashedly. We're free to go out and to serve our neighbors, to love our neighbors. That's what we're really called to. But it all starts with lifting up our eyes. And so, brothers and sisters, we're all left with a question today. Am I using my resources, am I using my money for the service of my mission? In other words, am I using my money for the service of love? Is my money making me turn in on myself and become selfish and indifferent to the people around me? Am I indulging every single desire that I have? Or am I using my resources for the sake of the gospel and to be able to love God better and to love the people around me better? That's the question that we're all faced with because, let's face it, hell is real. Our judgment is real. And these are questions that we're going to have to answer someday and things that we should be reflecting on right now so that we don't get to the end of our life like the rich man and not have a good answer for the way that we've lived, not have a good answer for the way that we've loved, not have a good answer for the way that we've used our resources. So I encourage you, I encourage all of us, myself included, to reflect on the way that you use your money, your resources. Reflect on the way that you're loving the people around you. Because it is in that, it is in fulfilling our mission that we are pleasing to God, that we glorify God our Father, and that we ultimately get to spend eternity with him in heaven, hopefully. So let us not be afraid to go out today to spend ourselves at the service of love, to not hold anything back, but to trust that Jesus Christ will take care of us so that we can join Abraham and Lazarus in the heavenly kingdom and all the saints who have come before us and spend eternity with our Father in paradise.